Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Christ with Coffee on Ice. I am your host, Ali Yost, and I am so grateful to be back on another Friday with you guys. I do have my coffee here, but I ran out of like my pre-made Starbucks, you know, coffee that you can just put in your fridge and just easily pour it in the mornings, add your creamer, you're good to go. I ran out of that. So I have a Keurig with the little cups, you know, but that meant it was hot. And I don't, I wasn't in the mood today for a hot coffee. So I tried to put some ice cubes in it and it really just watered it down. Now it's just kind of like a little warmer than room temperature and watered down. <laughs> so that's the situation for our coffee, but we're here. We got our coffee on ice. All the ice is melted, but it's in there. Christ with coffee on ice, y'all. Let's go. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I have a really cool message that has been just weighing on my heart. And I honestly sat down and started typing this up and I was I just felt the Holy Spirit like truly moving through my fingertips which sounds crazy but you know how it works sometimes like it really is like that so what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about humility and what it looks like to actually be humble and what it means to be a humble person right being humble is something that God doesn't just suggest to us, but tells us something that we need to be when not only walking in our faith, but walking this planet. We just need to be humble. I do believe that a lot of us struggle with staying humble all the time. And I feel like sometimes we do it and we don't even realize that we're not being humble, if that means like when we think of somebody who's like not humble, we think of the extreme where it's just a really arrogant person and you just can't stand being around them because they act like they're above everyone else and whatever. There's always extremes to everything, but there can be moments in our lives where we are not being humble enough and we don't even realize it. One of the most common questions that I get on my platforms from some of y'all in the comment section or, you know, if I'm live on TikTok or whatever is how come I'm talking to God and I don't hear him. Like a lot of responses that I get from people are, how do I feel him? How do I hear him? Because I feel like I pray and I talk to him, but I don't feel him moving in my life. Like I don't feel him. I want, I want what you're feeling, Allie. Like people are like, I, I see the way that you are like overwhelmed by him and I wanna feel that, why can't I? And obviously there can be a multitude of reasons why you do not feel God, but I really think the biggest culprit to us not feeling God is not being humble enough, not humiliating ourselves in front of God and saying, I can't do this without you. I'm incapable of doing anything great without you by my side, you know, and just truly like stripping down to something that is so raw. I think a lot of times it takes pride. And sometimes that is a barrier that is so hard to break when we don't see where it's rooted from or why we can't put down our pride or put aside our pride or put our ego aside and just humble ourselves and admit that we are only human and we cannot do anything without him. I have a couple Bible verses that I want to share with you guys. First being Proverbs 11:2. It reads, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. So that was a verse that I read myself. I was reading Proverbs the other night because I've never read Proverbs before and I wanted to start it. And when I read that, I 
highlighted that and wrote amen next to it, underlined it. I loved this verse because I just translated that in my head. The way I took that was that the minute we are humble, the minute we are filled with humility is the minute that God pours his wisdom into us. But with humility comes wisdom. That is when we truly feel him moving in our lives. As long as you have that wall up of ego, you will never be able to receive the knowledge and wisdom from God. So I want to break down humble and what being humble means in multiple different ways. So I decided to look up the definition of what being humble is. So this is what the internet says. Not proud, not thinking of yourself as better than any other people. Despite all of his achievements, he has remained humble. He is very humble about his achievements. Now, personally, I believe that there can be a misconception about what being humble could mean or look like. I think that a lot of times people assume when you humble yourself, it means that you are unimportant or you feel worthless. You're not special or unique. Being humble is being weak or a doormat to just let somebody walk all over you and take advantage of you. But I do believe that there is a significant difference between being humble and having confidence. I think that you can still have confidence and be humble. Like you can still recognize the value that you offer and bring to the table and the impact that you can make on people's lives or in this world, right? Whatever those hopes, ambitions, dreams are, you can still do it in a humble matter and not allow people to walk all over you. So being humble is not a lack of self-worth or confidence. It's a recognition that you are no more important than anyone else. Like your life is not more valuable than another person's life. You may offer different talents or, you know, you may offer different things than the next person, but that doesn't mean that your life is any more important than the next, okay? So that's the difference between being humble and then just being a dang doormat, okay? We still hold confidence, we know our worth, we know our value, but we also know the worth and value of other people as well. And we acknowledge that the same way that we acknowledge our own. It's not like a one or the other, you know, rather than an arrogant person. So then I Googled what the opposite of being humble is. And it said the opposite of a humble person is an arrogant person, a person who only thinks of themselves and sees themselves as higher and better than others, right? So it's not that you're better than other people. You might be better at a certain thing than another person is, but we are no better than the next person. We are all God's children. And if he looks at us equally as all the same, then that is absolutely the way that we need to be looking at other people. And like, nobody likes an arrogant person. You do not like to be around somebody where you can just tell that they act like they're, don't stink. You know what I mean? Like, they just walk around this earth like they don't freaking sit on the toilet the same way we do, you know? And I really think that God calls us to stay humble, not only to strengthen our relationship with him, because that is the truly the only way that we will connect with God is if we are humble, but it will strengthen so many other aspects of our lives. One example is your friendships and your relationships. If you are a humble person, it is most likely that you will show up in your friendships selflessly. You are going to show up for your friends more often and will no longer let your own selfish feelings keep you from going back on your word and being more reliable. How many times had we committed to 
plans or helping somebody and then the time comes around and you don't want to anymore and you kind of just want to be a flake or we have been flakes or you have absolutely been a flake in your life. I've been a flake. We've all been a little flaky from time to time where we just decided we didn't want to do it anymore just for our own selfish reasons. You just didn't get enough sleep last night and you honestly should have gone to bed earlier, but you decided not to because you were up all night watching the Kardashians or whatever it was. And now it's the morning of and you committed to going to Pilates with your girlfriend because you promised her you would and she'd never gone before and she really wants to try it, but she can't go unless you go with her because she's scared. You committed. It's six 6am and now you don't want to well guess what you're going to show up with putting your selfish feelings aside obviously emergencies happen y'all okay but if you're just being selfish and you're just thinking from a place of well I don't want to and me and this and that and yeah I know I committed but I don't feel like it in that moment your feelings are more important than the feeling of how you will now let down your friend and I don't know if that's the best example, but I hope you understand what I'm trying to put down, you know, is like we can be selfish in moments and be like, well, I don't want to. But then when you think about how much it can mean to that other person that you went, regardless of how you felt, how about the fact that they would even know that you woke up that morning and you didn't get as much sleep as you wanted and, you know, you were exhausted, but then you still went. Doesn't that make you look like an incredible friend who is reliable and humble and puts their friends and their family and the people they care about before their own feelings? I don't know about y'all, but that's a person I would want in my life. That's a friend that I would want in my life. I do believe that being a reliable person also can come from a place of being humble. I also think that when we humble ourselves, our interactions with people are different. Like, I always considered myself to be a pretty humble person, but like, before I really started my journey with God, I just realized how much more humbling I needed. Like, I always believe that I've been a very genuine person, but I think, like I was kind of saying in the beginning of this episode, there could be areas in our lives where we assume we're humble, but we're really just not humbled enough. And I think that there can be layers to it. Ever since finding and really strengthening my relationship with Jesus, I find myself even interacting with strangers differently. Like I was never necessarily rude to people and I was always kind enough, but I feel like now that I have Jesus teaching me so many lessons and has truly humbled me, like brought me to my knees. That is, And that's never happened in my life. I've, I've never been brought to my knees in the middle of my kitchen in tears. Like that is truly where it comes from is him. But the minute I allowed him to just completely humble me, I now don't think about my own feelings, even with interacting with other people. Like, I think more about their feelings and how much they could possibly need a really warm, genuine smile from someone rather than the version of Allie before was never rude to anyone, but probably wouldn't even look anyone in their eye and just like kind of stay in her own lane and on her own mission. I'm going to Target. I don't need to look at anybody in and out, you know? You know, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but I do believe that God has obviously put us on this earth to spread his love and kindness. And even if that is as simple as looking someone in the eye and giving them a genuine like smile that feels like a hug, 
or a hug or you're buying the person behind you their coffee or you genuinely ask the person in the elevator how their day is going and that you hope it's filled with blessings like those are the little things that just show that you are truly a humble person and you care about other people's feelings before your own whether it's uncomfortable to do those things with strangers I don't even think about that anymore though like I truly just like all I want to do is just radiate kindness and put other people's feelings before my own there are so many times while this sounds silly but like even sitting in traffic or like if I'm you know driving down the street and there's somebody who want who's been sitting wanting to come in there is probably a version of Allie a few months ago last year that would have just been like somebody else will let them in that's the other thing, y'all. That's the other thing about being humble and humiliating yourself and looking at everybody else as you are equal to them is like, there is no like, I'll just wait for someone. Else. Somebody else can do it. Be the person to do it. Like be the person to show kindness and love right there then and there. Like you have the opportunity to let that person in and, and, and be kind. Do it. There is no like waiting for the next person because if everybody assumes that the next person is going to do it, who knows how long that person's going to be waiting? So something I wrote down is I said, you will find yourself being more aware of other people's feelings and your interactions with strangers will be kinder. You'll start thinking of them before yourself. Having more genuine and warm conversations with strangers and giving to people in need. That's the other thing, y'all. I'm like legitimately giving so much more. And it wasn't even like I was selfish before, y'all. That's what I'm telling you. It's like there's some serious like layers and levels to this. But when you bring yourself down to a place of complete and utter humility and like you are humble, you just want to do these things for other people so much more. And if you ever find yourself being hesitant about being kind to somebody or like going the extra mile. That's what it is, y'all, is going the extra mile and truly like going to a place of kindness where it it actually makes people like scrunch their eyes and they're like, what? Wait a minute. She didn't even have to be that nice. Why is she so nice? And you want to know what your answer is then? Gateway. Hello, Jesus. Like he's the one that's planted this in me. Okay. But anyway, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I am, I've been giving so much more. I haven't been so like, I don't know, just selfish with my money either, you know, like, and that is something that God tests us in too. It's like, he tests our faith in also giving. It's not even that God wants our money, you know, when he's like asks us to to give to the needy and the people in need or give to your local church. It's not that God needs that money. It's 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 just a form of showing him that we trust him like, OK, God, I trust you. I'm going to give with my money now and I trust you with it. I trust you. I know I'm in a tight pinch right now financially, but I'm trusting that you are going to give back and bless me 10 times more, 100 times more because I trusted you with my money. When it comes, when I'm talking about interactions with strangers, right? Because this is something you're going to experience. It's probably something you've already experienced is when you go out of your way, out of your comfort zone to humble yourself and be kind to another stranger in public and they don't give you that same energy back. The lesson that we need to learn in these interactions is that we won't always get the same response back from people. But that is why we are going to continue to walk through life as the true Christians we strive to be, because regardless of other people's selfishness, we will continue to spread love and kindness and selflessness just as Jesus did. So let's say, hypothetically, after watching 
or listening to this podcast episode, you go out and you go out of your way to be kind to somebody and they don't even give you, they don't even bat their eye at you, okay? You're like, you go out of your way, you stand there for an extra 15 seconds to hold the door open for somebody and they just like don't even, they don't even say thank you. They don't even acknowledge you. They just kind of like look at you and they're like, mm. trust me, I see it all the time in LA. I see it here all the time where people truly just like do not acknowledge other people's existence. Talk about an ego check. This whole city is just... It's, it's their world individually. They are the most important thing on their to-do list and they have no intention of acknowledging other people, okay? Your immediate response is, oh, but they were rude back, so I'm not gonna do that anymore. Oh my God, they, they were rude. You know what? People don't even appreciate it. You know what? I go out of my way to be kind to people. I go out of my way to walk like Jesus, right? This is what Jesus would do while well, I'm doing it and people are treating me like dirt in return. So what is the point? Why am I going out of my way to give to people who don't even, they don't even seem grateful? Why do I bother to be kind and go out of my way to help others be kind to other people and they don't even appreciate it or say thank you? My answer to you is that it's not about the praise that you get in return. Being humble is doing these things with zero expectation of getting anything in return, okay? Yes, it feels good to get a response from people if they're shocked and they're like, oh my goodness, you didn't have to buy my coffee. Oh my gosh, God bless you. You're incredible. Thank you so much. You made my day. I needed this, right? It's, it's good to hear that and we hope to hear that, but we're not always going to get it. And that is not the reason we do it, but to make Jesus proud. The only praise that we ever should look to and if you feel that peace from the Lord, like regardless of how that person treated you, that's all that matters. Is that if you can close your eyes and you can envision God saying to you, good job, daughter, good job, son, I'm proud of you. That is truly all that matters. And that is the only reason we are doing it is to make him proud. Another thing that I want y'all to remember in interactions like this, where if you've gone out of your way to be kind to somebody, to give to whatever, and they don't reciprocate that same energy back, is that if you let that one person rob the next person of your kindness and generosity, that is not fair. Because what if the next person really needed your kindness, but couldn't receive it because you let someone else's selfishness strip that from you? Whoa. Can we think about that for a minute? Let's let that marinate for a minute, okay? Let's say that you have that one bad interaction with somebody where they just like gave you the biggest ick. Like not nice person. You were like, wow, I went out of my way to be kind to you and you just treated me like dirt on the bottom of your shoe, okay? Mud on the bottom of your shoe, which honestly could just be the enemy trying to like throw you off and discourage you so that you don't continue to spread your kindness, okay? Imagine, and imagine the devil knowing this too, right? The devil knows that you have the kindness of Jesus in your heart, right? The love of Jesus in your heart. And he knows that after that one person that he puts in your path that was just so mean and rude and whatever, he knows that the next person that you could interact with is somebody that needed that so badly. You have no idea. They needed that so badly. And instead you let the enemy and that one person discourage you. So now one, you're discouraged and now you don't even want to spread any more kindness anymore and you just want to stay in your lane, not look anyone in the eye, whatever, I'm on my own path. And then they rip that one person off from the hope and the grace of God that they would have gotten through you, ripped that person off from it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it really 
You just never know the domino effect that you can have on other people. So please do not let individuals like that discourage you because you have no idea the little master plan that the enemy has behind that one reaction to stop you from possibly saving a life or just like brightening someone's day and giving them hope in that moment. So regardless of our mood, regardless of whatever our reasoning is to not be humble and kind to others is not valid enough of a reason. We should always strive to be kind like Jesus was no matter what. The other cool thing that obviously, this is like number one in what I should have started with, but the other thing that comes with being humble, like humble to the ground, humble, is that our relationship with the Lord is on fire and we are hearing him left and right. Staying humble means acknowledging God's greatness and that you truly can't do anything without him. That means wealth, income, obstacles, being a good friend or daughter, loved one, having wisdom. All of this is done with him. The talents and the gifts that you have, all of those are God-given. We can't impress God, okay? That's the other thing. We can't, like, impress him. Like, I feel like people who are arrogant, and a lot of it can come from, like, their talents. It can come from wealth. It could be in the fame and spotlight, too. Like, obviously, we see a lot of celebrities that, like, really need to be humbled because they have these gifts and these talents and they've been able to touch thousands, possibly millions of people all over the world. And a lot of that can get to their head. But I really think that what we all need to remember, them, but all of us, is that any gift that's given to us is from God. The way that some people can strut through life and act as if they are above all else is not something that they will ever be able to do in front of God. Like, okay, but look at me. Look at all that I've achieved in my life. Like, look at all the millions of dollars that I look at all the people that I've touched. You can't impress God. God literally gave you those gifts. He, he knew exactly what gifts you were going to have before you, you were even conceived. Like, he knew exactly what you were going to achieve before you were even born, okay? He gave us the gifts that we have, okay? He already knows all the gifts that he's planted in us. It's just a matter of making him proud with them. It's a matter of following the journey and the plan that he has for us with those gifts. That kind of went off on its own little tangent, I guess, but essentially, yes, I agree with everything I just said. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But the other thing I wanna reel it in about is that when you are humble though, you do hear God more clearly. When the wall of your ego is put aside, your relationship with God can grow and flourish. Some things that we may say to ourselves that could be our ego and pride, and we don't even realize it, okay? This is the thing, is like, you could be the most humble person, but we are all going to have moments where we might say these things to ourselves. Maybe, Not, I shouldn't say all of us, but like some of us. I've said some of these things, okay? Number one, I don't need to pray. There are so many times where I have like argued with myself at the end of my day where I'm like, I just don't need to do it. I don't need to pray. It's fine. I got it. I got it. I got it. I don't need to pray. Okay. Humble yourself, Allie. I'm sorry. You think you can get through this by yourself? <laughs> yeah. How many times has that worked out before? Literally none. Literally none of the times it's ever worked out. So get on your knees and pray to him and talk to him and ask him for help because you can't do this alone. Sorry, girlfriend. You can't. It's not going to work though. And it's going to be painful. And honestly, you could like just literally spare yourself so much anxiety, worry, and pain by just praying to God and asking him for help. The second thing that can be ego and pride that we may say to ourselves is that I don't need to read the Bible. I already know most of it. I don't even need to read. It's fine. I don't need to read the Bible. You know what? I, I've seen enough online and like 
I know the Bible verses that work for me and like I know most of it anyway. It's pretty repetitive. It's just like trust God, trust God, trust God. I know, I know, I know. Anytime that we act like we don't need the word or we don't need God or we don't need to pray or we don't need to connect with him every single day is truly just a big fat phony lie. I'm enough by myself. Nobody can show up for me anyway. There's another one. I'm enough by myself. I can handle this alone. I don't need anybody's help. It's fine. And you know what? I've been so disappointed by people so many times in my life. I don't even need anyone else, okay? Because all I do is get disappointed. I might as well just do it on my own. I like it better when I do things by myself. I don't need anyone. We've definitely all told ourselves that before. That we should, it's fine. I'll just handle it on my own. People just disappoint me all the time. I, I can just do it alone. And I think the biggest mistake that we make as humans is we put God in that category. But what we don't remember is that God is not human. He's perfect, flawless, on time, keeps every single promise. He's faithful and he is so good because he doesn't fit in that category. He's too big. He's too great. I'm going to tell you guys about an interaction that I had online, okay? I was live on TikTok, and I had this person come in to the chat, and they said something. They weren't even being disrespectful. I honestly was like, I want to have a genuine conversation, like just person to person, no hate, no judgment at all. Like if this is how you choose to live your life, so be it. But this person was an atheist. So they come in this chat, and they're like, I don't believe in God. I just don't believe in it. I'm atheist. I would rather just do things alone. And honestly, this interaction was half of the inspiration of what I just talked about and wrote about, right? Where it's like, I'd rather just do things alone because that's exactly what they said is I said, I'm truly just, just like so curious right now. How do you do it? Like, how do you do it? Because personally me, I could never not believe that there is a higher power that has created all of us and not believe that God is taking care of us. Like the anxiety and the heaviness of the world and like the disasters that happen. And it's just, God tells us over and over again in the Bible that we are not built to carry this life alone. So like it truly fascinates me when people say that they are atheist and they're just like, I don't believe in anything. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in anything. It's all on me. And so I said, how do you do it? How do you do it? Like, how do you stay alive? <laughs> how do you do it? They said that it's hard, um, but they're just sick of relying on other people. And they said, I would rather do it alone because every time I look to someone else or something else, I always feel let down. And I said that that's got to be really heavy. Like that's got to be a really heavy way to live because I can't imagine feeling like everything is on me everything is on me and I know that a lot of people could probably relate to that like I think a lot of people do decide to live that way and think that that is the only way to live is like everything's on me and I can't imagine the stress of that the anxiety of that I said to them I said you know I really empathize with the feeling of being let down by others you know and and feeling like you can't rely on other people and I really do believe that to an extent, we cannot rely on people to fill all our cups, right? This is like similar to what I said in our last episode, you know, even in a marriage, like you can't look to your husband for every single cup that needs to be filled in you. You really need to go to Jesus first. He is truly the answer. He is the water. He is the well. He is the thing that will fill up all of our cups. And so it really isn't healthy to look for to other people to fill every single one of our cups all the way up to the brim. Like, 
we are all human at the end of the day and we can't. So I said, I can relate to that. And I know the feeling of feeling let down by others. But I think that that is truly why my faith means so much to me. Because at the end of the day, when people disappoint me and they don't show up for me and I feel disappointed by other people is when I can look to God. And honestly, I should be doing that regardless. I should always be looking to God so that when people disappoint me, I'm not phased because I have my Jesus, because I have my God. And I know that he's going to take care of me. And I know he's going to uplift me. And I know he's going to pour his hope and his love and his peace into me, regardless of what I'm going through, regardless of the people who let me down. I don't think that our foundation should be relying on other people or ourselves. What they had said back to me was they said, well, people disappoint me regardless of if I believe in a God or not. So what's the point? And I'm like, but that is the point. But that is the point is that people will disappoint you no matter what. They'll disappoint you whether you believe in a God or they will disappoint you whether you believe in a God or not. But the difference is that you actually have a firm foundation. You have something that will always fill your cup, no matter what, no matter whether people show up for you or not, you have your God, you have Jesus. It's not like I believe in Jesus. So then people don't ever let me down. It's I believe in Jesus, regardless of the people who let me down. And I know that I can always go to him for peace and comfort and love and reassurance and value. He is my home. That's where you go when people disappoint you. And then I didn't get a response from them or I just didn't see one. But anyway, that interaction was so interesting to me because I really was genuinely just like, how do you do it? And I think that truly being humble and understanding that we can't do this life by ourselves. We have to do it with God. Or we will just always be filled with anxiety. We will always feel the heaviness of the world. We will always feel like we cannot live another day. We will always feel depression. We will always feel like there's no hope. There's no way out. We will see all the discouraging things on the news and feel like the world is crashing down. I do really hope that this episode made sense. I hope it didn't feel too scatterminded. I really just tried my best to break it down. Staying humble and being humble and stripping yourself of your ego and your pride and recognizing that you are just as important as the next person, but then also recognizing that you cannot do anything without God. And on that note, I wanna encourage all of us to just go show somebody how cool Jesus is today. Show somebody today why Jesus is just so cool. I love you guys, I'm so proud of you. Let's stay humble, let's be humble, okay? And I will see you guys next time. If you guys can't wait until next Friday for another episode, you are in luck. Subscribe to our Patreon where you will have early access to future episodes and occasional surprise bonus episodes. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more content. And if this episode spoke to you, please write us a five-star review since it helps the podcast so much. We'll see you guys next time.